Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. If you are new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook, be sure to follow. And if you're listening on a platform like iTunes and you want to leave us a five-star review, that would be awesome if you think we deserve it. We've been putting out content now for about three and a half years. We're approaching our three-year anniversary at the end of April with the Freddie and Alyssa show. And we want to thank you for your ongoing support um, through the years. It's been an absolute blast, and I'm just so grateful to have a platform to talk out our ideas and share our life with all of you. I also want to give a shout out to a new member, Jennifer Fowler. Welcome to the members only group. We put out an additional podcast every Sunday. So if the Wednesday is not enough for you and you want to keep uh, catching up with us twice a week, you can consider becoming a member. We got the links in the description, or you can click join now. Uh, or join on YouTube and support now on Facebook if you want to look into those options. We have a lot of fun. And um, before we get into this episode, I feel it's been like a couple weeks because my parents were here and then we've had like a crazy <laughs> week. Know. And then we've also had three amazing guests on our show. So we haven't had a podcast where we're going to you know, catch people up with our lives. So right. I want to dig into all of that. And um, Wait, I have to ask you, did you hear... It's beginning to look a lot like Lennox. Uh, we need to we need to receive some complaints. <laughs> I think that would work during the holidays, but that's a perfect segue into our sponsor, Lennox. And Lennox has been America's leading tableware, giftware, and home entertainment brand for over 130 years, inspired by heritage and designed for now. Lennox is happy to be part of your home and the moment you create in it. Whether you're engaged, newlyweds, or just moved in together and need to build out your space, Lennox is there for you. Lennox is the iconic brand you can always trust for your wedding, registry, and home. From generously designed dinnerware to long-lasting flatware and top-notch barware that's been chosen as one of the best barware collections by Brides on the Knot. So if you'd like to, uh, to check out Lennox, you can visit their website at lennox.com. That is L-E-N-O-X.com. And if you want to save 20% off your order, you can use the code FreddieAlyssa, all one word, and you'll receive 20% off your order. Again, that is lennox.com, and the code word is FreddieAlyssa. So thank you, Lennox, for your support of the podcast. We absolutely love your brand. Now, um, babe, where would you like to start in our crazy adventure that we call life? Well, I would like to start first by saying you look incredibly American today. Oh, yeah. Was it the uh, blue? It's the blue. It's like the fun, patriotic sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Well, we were cleaning. On. I found my 4th of July I glasses know. that I threw on. Did we get those just last year in L.A.? When we? Yeah, because we wanted to take a picture for Instagram and we... <laughs> did it in the alley because we had nowhere to go. That was in the height of, uh, of, of you know, yeah. everything going on in the world. Wow. So we, yeah, didn't do anything but step outside and made the best of it. So. <laughs> yeah, we did. But it was a surprise. I'm glad I found some sunglasses and I feel festive. The weather here, I'll tell you what, I just can't get over how beautiful the weather is in Florida. What a perk. And um, you just want to be outside now that the time has changed. The sun doesn't go down till about 8. So nice. I mean, literally right now, it's probably about 7.30 p.m. Maybe. Is it later than that? Let's see. Oh, wow. It's 8 o'clock. Huh. And it just went. It's dark. It just went down. And right before we started to shoot, we took Benji on a little walk, which we'll get into that in a minute. But I remember walking outside and just going, this is like the perfect temperature. Yeah. You know what and I mean? it was, it, we didn't look up the humidity, but it was... It was one of those temperatures that there was really no breeze. There was really no heat. It was, you, you almost feel like you've, you've never felt like you belong 
on planet earth more than in the times that your yeah. body and the outside temperature is identical or something's going on where you just feel it's like being underwater or something you know that weird feeling when you yeah. uh, you know that's what it kind of felt like but um it's perfect i love the weather here it's it is it that's one of the huge perks here and and benji um we want to kick it off on it it it, it if we would have actually, we, we thought about talking about this a few days ago, but we actually got more information. Um, so it's it's going to sound like a sad story, but there's a happy ending. So I don't yes. want to drag you through where you're like on the edge of your seat thinking something's wrong with our no. beautiful boy. But um, my birthday, uh, 33, was on March 19th. And my parents had just gotten into town a few days before that. And, you know, Benji was um, was acting pretty normal. We didn't notice any significant difference. Um, the only thing I did notice is that he was hanging out with us on the couch a lot more. And he wasn't following you around. And mm-hmm. I just chalked that up to maybe he just liked my parents because he was next to my dad all the time. Yeah. And then March 19th, my birthday, we celebrated. We went on a big, long walk. We were playing Frisbee. And Benji was normal. And then we woke up on March 20th, which was a Saturday, and he was limping. So you and I were like, well, what's he limping? Maybe he jumped off the couch weird when we were out, because I think we went somewhere. I forget where we all went that time, but um, he was just limping. So Mm -hmm. we kind of chalked up the first three or four days to maybe he had a sprain. Yes. And um, and then what made you eventually want to go to the vet? How many days was it? Did well, we, we said this isn't getting better; it's getting worse. So on the twentieth, the day after your birthday, when I started noticing the limp, I was like, "Oh man, I gotta hit up a teledoc just to see what they say for a little peace of mind." You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I was talking with them, and they were saying, "Hey, keep an eye on it. It could be a sprain. Sometimes with older senior dogs, if they play too hard or jump too, you know, quickly, don't land right." they're going to just have a little bit of a harder time. So I said, let me give it like 48, 72 hours because normally you're going to get better if you have anything going on, you know, yeah. or you'll decline and then you should go to a vet. That's kind of what happened because he went from having a limp to not being able to get up on his own. Do you remember that? Yeah. Which was so weird because he it's like he didn't have the strength to fully stand up with these front arms, if you will. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, it, it was getting it was getting bad uh, bad yeah. enough where we where we go something's wrong, and um, I remember my dad was like he's he's old you know it's probably arthritis and the, the my my only suspicion of that because my family dog had arthritis mm-hmm. or had bad you know they had to help her up towards the end of her life, right. and um, but I just go how was he for twelve and a half years running down the stairs jumping off the couch chasing you know animals going on long walks with us and then just one day he wakes up just not there and is just you know and then it started declining so we we found a vet which after calling around in florida that was different we never had that in la for 15 years reason i don't know if it's the time of year or what's going on but you could not get an appointment with a vet for weeks i mean they were all booked i called and i called and i called i finally found one and when i called they go oh can you guys actually come in tomorrow we just had an opening someone canceled I said, absolutely. So we head over there and, you know, at this point we're thinking he is older. Maybe it is arthritis. Maybe this just progressed really quickly, even though our guts were saying this is too sudden to solely be arthritis. You know, it just wasn't, didn't seem right. So we went there and they did a blood panel on him. And basically he had high calcium and the vet had told me we worry about high calcium because it could be cancer. 
And so, of course, they did an ionized calcium blood test, which would, I guess, let you know if it's more likely to be cancer. I guess that's kind of what they told me. And they did that. It came back and they said, yeah, it's really high. So we want to send you to like an internist, maybe an oncologist. And I'm just like, whoa, what? It was just so crazy. So we go back to 2019 blood work. We did this later on, though, once we yeah. started getting more intel. And we saw back then he had calcium, high that was calcium. High. And a few other things. A few other things. Everything was similar. Yeah. So we were like, huh, this is funny. And we also turned down. They wanted to do you know, x-rays. They wanted to do everything. And she did diagnose him with arthritis based on his mobility. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the tough thing about a, about a vet and, um, you know, we've been to, you know, we've been to so many vets because we've moved so many times. Yeah. We've had a lot of vets yeah. and not all are like this. So if you're a vet or your family's a vet, no, we're not, you know, throwing shade, but it, it, a veterinarian sometimes, if not 50, 50 or most of the time, um, it feels like when you go into a new vet, that they, they kind of oversell what needs to be done on your dog. Mm-hmm. And I really kind of wish that they wouldn't do that because I almost felt it was a little cry wolf. Sure. Because we've been hearing for his whole life, when you go into the vet just for a quick little checkup with an ear infection, they want to do blood work. They want to do x-rays. They want to clean the teeth. And they send you out a bill and they have like the vet tech come out and show you a $1,500 <laughs> like, bill. We're like, we di- he just needs like, like ear ointment. Yeah. And you turn everything down and you leave with a $175 bill. He put the drops in his ear. He's better in three days. And that was it. But it always feels like when you go in, it's an upsell, upsell. So I was like, oh, maybe right. he just has a strain. It was still you know, early and they gave him some pain medication. Well, so what first happened at the very first vet we went to, Yes, they sent us home with supplements. And I was like, hey, can we maybe give him some steroids? Because he seems to be a little in pain because he, he literally could not walk on his own. It was very peculiar. And she's like, oh, you don't want to do steroids. It's not good. And I was just like, okay. I was like, hopefully it'll due, be good. Due to his liver. Due to his from the, liver. From the blood test. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But she didn't really like mention that. It kind of all made sense when I looked back at it later. But she didn't say, hey, by the way, you should look at this blood test because the liver is, it's not looking good. Whole nother story. So we go home with these uh, supplements, start giving them to him. He's still not doing good. And then a couple days later, I remember he was just like sitting there and he fell and kind of cried. And it was this right um, arm. And I go, that's it. I go, I got to find an emergency vet. I got to get him something for the pain. We got to figure this out. (laughs) So I go find this emergency vet. And it's probably like 4.05 that I call them. And I'm like, this is going to be great because all businesses are closing. You know, imagine an ER vet after hours. Call them at four and they go, okay, come in right now. It's only a two hour wait. I'll put your name down. Just get here. So I grab my race. I get there and I'm waiting in the car and I see the parking lot's kind of getting full. Now, mind you, it is an emergency vet. So they're going to have to take dogs in if it's life threatening and a legit emergency. So I'm waiting there. I see all these cars coming. I go, oh gosh, oh gosh. The um, front desk calls me back because due to COVID, they're not allowing anyone to go inside. Everyone has to wait in their cars. And that's pretty common in every vet that I've gone to here. Um, So I was waiting in my car and the front desk called me back and she goes, yeah, so it's going to be probably a six hour wait now. And I was just like, what? And you know me, I'm always going to ask, like, is there anything I can do? Even like, and I was trying to explain the story. I was like, just, it's literally a five minute, um, 
uh, appointment. I just need meds for tonight, and then I can figure everything out. I just need pain meds. She talked to her vet. The vet said, okay, fine. And so they were able to see him, and they gave him gabapentin, which was the pain med. And this vet, too, wanted to do a lot of other stuff. But just because of, like, the time of night, there was so much going on, we're like, let's just make him comfortable. But when I was at this vet, I cannot believe the things that I saw. I was waiting inside when I handed off Benji and first comes this golden retriever that's underneath a blankie and he was just laying there and they rolled it. Like, I mean, a huge dog. They, they, yeah. they roll him in and then they had this French bulldog who came in five seconds later and he, his whole little face was swollen because I guess he was allergic to like some sort of shot that he got earlier that day, that guy told me. And then this girl comes in behind him and has this little baby monkey inside of this carrier and she was like oh my gosh yeah it's a monkey because we started talking and she's like don't worry it's legal and she was and i started asking her questions because it was just us and i was like well is that what's it do like does it sleep with you and she goes oh yeah he wears diapers he eats whatever we eat he's just like a little like (laughs) what was wrong what was wrong with him he was just having a little um vomit and stuff so they brought that the their little uh how big was it he was so tiny like literally that big only this big and his little face was like that small for those of you who are who are who are listening i would say (laughs) what eight inches tall oh if that just this little nugget i was like oh my gosh i want to pet him so bad but i obviously didn't and then lastly um a ferret came in this was just i'm not kidding you within five minutes being inside it was bang 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 just all at once all these different animals and i couldn't believe it because you just don't know what these vets go through because the major part that i'm forgetting to tell you guys is when i first walked in there once they called me and said okay drop benji off inside there's this woman standing there in this lab coat and she was like I need a box, blah, blah, blah. And I go, oh gosh, I wonder if she works here. And she's like, there's this woman, she needs this box out front. And she goes, but here's the thing. I have all the reviews for this place right here. And guys, just so you know, they're trying to uh, make me pay. Upsell, 1500. She goes, I dropped my dog off this morning. This is $1,500. My dog did not need this. And I want all of you to know. And then this woman comes out and she's like, ma'am, I'm a vet here. You need to please leave. Like, we're going to call the cops. And she goes, oh, good. That's, you're just who I was looking for. She's like, I'm actually the owner here, and you need to leave the premises. And they got in this heated fight, and I was just sitting there in the corner because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. It's crazy times. A lot's going on. And I just, like, stood in the corner. Eventually, she left. But it's the same exact thing we talked about before. So many people have these experiences of being upselled at vets. It just happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I try to look, I try to look at it from their end where it's like, you know, look, in my professional 27 years of being a vet, this looks like it's this, but I'm, I can't be a hundred percent sure without looking at the blood. So if I'm that 1% wrong and the dog has something else, you're going to blame me. So I have to say, in order for me to give a hundred percent diagnosis, you need to do all this. Um, but I think there's a better way to say it. There's been times that it's kind of like, so this is what's going to be. So you're not getting the x-rays. Okay. Sorry. Um, so, and like you almost go like, am I a bad pet owner, but also who, you know, you know, does all that. But, but yeah, what an interesting experience that you had. And and that was one of my last days that my parents were here. So I didn't go with you and, but yeah, you were gone for like six hours and you're just Mm -hmm. like, look, 
uh, excuse me, the fight can continue in a second. The <laughs> ferret, the monkey, the everything. It's just, we just need some like Advil. I mean, that's all I really <laughs> so you know please. needed. But yeah, so you got some pain medication. Yes. And then I, I got home late that night and we started giving it to him. He was doing okay, but unfortunately with gabapentin, sometimes it will sedate them a little bit, you know, make them a little more tired, which, you know, you don't want to just solely give that to your dog and that's their life forever. If it's just a Band-Aid over yes, it. Yeah, exactly. And this and this was roughly like a Wednesday, I think, and um, my parents leave Thursday and he was not doing well Thursday. No. And then on Friday... Um, we were actually, we were waiting cause one of our friends, um, or our, our friends got engaged. One of our friends was proposing yeah. and surprising, um, our other friend and we were waiting for them to be on zoom cause they're in California. So we were sitting there, we we're actually playing cards and we were just, you know, waiting and Benji was doing so poorly uh -huh. that we were actually just like crying because mm -hmm. at that point on Friday, which had been six days from him being a normal dog to now six days of declining that he couldn't even do anything. Nothing. Like it was the it was to the point where, like we never really said it, but we were both like crying because I was like he's not gonna make yeah. it. Like this, there, there's something wrong, and we had one other appointment scheduled for uh, Wednesday, the day that this podcast is coming out. But we had a referral, and we ended up finding yes. another vet. And we go, we have to go and do all these tests because there's something seriously wrong, and and nothing seemed. I remember we were sitting around going like, I don't know what the best case scenario is here because the, I've never seen our yeah. beautiful baby boy who would scratch, who would be a little pain in the ass, but I love him and now I appreciate yeah. his pain in the assness. I'm I'm saying he was just he was he was just lying like he, he there. He couldn't even like turn over on his side. No. He couldn't stand up. Like when we would go to walk with him, we'd have to carry him to go outside, set him down, and literally for two seconds. He would just barely hobble around and then tinkle and that. And he like, kept falling, but he, he couldn't get up. Oh and I was like, it was so sad. So we were trying to help him. We did that on Saturday and Sunday, trying to help well, him. And let then... me go back to the story real quick. So oh, okay. we were noticing that things were not looking good. And I ended up putting it on Instagram of all places. And it's probably the, the, the only place of all places, <laughs> of all places I, put I put it, it down on the Facebook. local, <laughs> on the local town, uh, bulletin board and someone just so happened to see it. Yeah. And, um, a friend of mine in Orlando goes, Oh my gosh, she knows how like much Benji, how close we are. And she goes, you know how my babies are for me, my doggies, you have to go to this vet. It's a little far away. She's like, but they are the best. And I was like, man, that's just what I've been looking for. You know, just the actual true referral. So we end up going to uh, this vet and they were amazing. I had all of the paperwork with me. I had every little thing because there are a lot of things um, Benji does have epilepsy and what's really weird that oh happened this past Sunday. Yeah. So guys, Freddie and I, you know, it had been a really just like not a sad weekend, but we were thinking that the time was, you know, ending Coming, for yeah. our little guy and it just, you know, it was just a somber time. We're sitting there trying to escape and watch something. And all of a sudden, First, I start seeing these lightning bolts in my eye. And basically what I have is something called an aura. And that's when you see these like lightning bolts and you, you lose your vision for a good 30 minutes, but it's an onset of a migraine. I get them maybe once a year. I used to get them a couple times a year. It's all stress related. That's like the number one thing they say. 
And I'm sitting there and that happens. And I go, oh, great. This is just wonderful. Um, the second my vision came back, I turn over and I look at Benji and he started having a seizure. And I go, what the F? How is this so connected? I swear every time that something physically happens to me, it's like, I'm not kidding, like so connected. Then like four hours later, now granted his seizure he had was mild, like compared to the bigger ones. Then like four hours later, he had another one, which is that he hasn't had cluster seizures. That's what they call it. And we're like, okay, whatever. This We're going to the vet tomorrow. Our appointment was the next day. Yeah. So we're like, thank God. Then we go to bed and at 5 a.m. he wakes up having another one. Now this time it's his, it was very short. It was like six seconds long, but he screams. It's That's like, it's terrifying. It's kind of one of the yeah. worst things ever. Well, well he had, and he had those throughout his life very sparingly. And sure. we thought he was having a nightmare. <laughs> it sounds like he's being chased by something and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, um, but then we found out later in life that he, it wasn't a nightmare. It's him just like screaming in a, in a seizure. But anyway, yeah, five yes. in the morning, he's screaming. We're like, what's We're like, we got to get to the vet. So, you know, here we are three years later, we've been giving him CBD for it. Um, cause we had tried phenobarbital, which is more the traditional route, but remember how sick he got in Pasadena when we tried giving years him ago, that yeah. years ago, but the CBD has been doing wonders, wonders. for him. Yes. And so his seizures haven't been bad, but it was just on top of his like, sh- like worst week I've ever seen Benji. It he just... has those three seizures. You're having like a migraine onset and we're sitting there and I'm like, like, thank God we have this appointment Monday morning. Yeah. So we, we, we go to the vet on Monday morning. And do you, like, how, like I had to wait because they only let one people yeah, in. Yeah, they like, only what? let one person in. But it was so crazy because I go in there and I just, I had every detail down to the, everything you can imagine. I wanted to tell her everything. Everything from the fact that six months ago when we moved here, he had um, hyperpigmentation. I don't know if any of you noticed from some of the stories, but his belly's gotten darker Sometimes he'd get the shakes. Like, I mean, literally everything we've ever noticed, I let her know. And so this vet was just so awesome and we were really vibing. And she starts looking at all of his um, blood results from 2019 to current. And she was like, oh, yeah. She's like, well, with the whole calcium being high, she's like something would have shown up if it were cancer in all this time, you know, very, very highly likely that it would have. Then she starts trying to think of all these different things. And she goes, you know what? I really would like to test out his bladder. She goes, I know it's like left field, but I just feel like I would. And I just blurted out, I go, shut up. I go, that's what my psychic told me. She goes, when we, um, you know, just to watch when Benji gets older, that check out his bladder. And she started like laughing with me. And she goes, that's so crazy. Like, who's the psychic? And we were just chatting. And um, long story short, she wanted to check that out. She also was going just down the line. She wanted to test his thyroid. She, and that we would know like if it was like more Cushing's disease, if, if it wasn't thyroid. Um, but then she really wanted to do x-rays so we could see arthritis, we could see anything else. And then she was also saying there could be neuro stuff. But her main um, thing that she mentioned about that, she goes, it's so interesting because she mentioned because she knows that I'm like already really into all that kind of stuff. Um, she's like, sometimes you'll see a lot of seizures around full moons. And that's something that I always log all of his seizures on full moon. And it's on a full moon. Yeah. It was on a full moon. And she goes, yeah, we see a lot of, um, cluster seizures. She goes, so I don't know if there's any relation. She's like, obviously I'm a traditional modern vet, but she goes, it's just really random and really crazy. So 
she goes, I'm not worried about that because he's really present, you know, like everything looked good. He was really alert. So we do all the tests and she goes, okay, he definitely has arthritis. He has it really bad right here in the front, which is what we noticed. And she goes a little bit um, on his vertebrae, like C2, C3. She's like, with that, I would give him some meds for inflammation. Remember, we're like, we want that. And then also... I would do laser therapy, which I had looked up a lot online. Then from there, there's so much of this, uh, you know, it's crazy yeah. to think. Then from there, um, she's like, I'll call you guys as soon as we get the results. But she said, it looks like he has um, stones in his bladder, which is so weird. I was like, ah, oh, the psychic now. And so she goes, we're going to give him some antibiotics just in case it it's is an, an infection. infection. Yeah. Um, and so we got a, all this done. We got the laser, the antibiotics, the inflammation medicine, and then we were waiting on the other. urine. Yeah, we're waiting for the urine test yes. and we're waiting for the thyroid yes. um, test to all come back in a few days. But the interesting part is that we come home, he had his shot of antibiotics. We give him his like squirt in the mouth, which is just, <laughs> I, I hate torturing him like this because we have to like open his mouth and he's like, it's you know, so he gets awesome. like shot in there. He's like, come on, guys. <laughs> And, um, and so we, we, we got home and I would say within three hours Mm -hmm. after he gets back, we, what was the first thing we noticed? He was just getting around better. He was getting up on his own. Yeah. He was getting up on his own and he was moving around. And then on, and then today he, um, he wakes up, he's on the edge of the bed. He's scratching on the door. He's walking normal. He's drinking, he's eating. Like a legitimate miracle. I'm not kidding you. Last night I was like, oh, let me take him out to go to the bathroom. And he just started walking and then he lifted his leg to pee, which I haven't seen that in two weeks. He did not do that for the past two weeks. And then we came in he walked to his water dish to get water. Then I started a bath. Which was a big deal because we had to literally set him set. next to the water for him to barely stand to drink it. And then he would sit yeah. down. Yeah. But yeah, he walks to it and you're, yeah, you're Yeah. Taking- and then so I was drawing a bath and then he walked all the way into there and he laid on the uh, rug, started licking something I used to go, please stop. Now I'm like, you keep doing it as long as yeah. you want, Muffin. And then he got up and left and he just lived his life. And in the middle of the night, he jumped down on the um, bench, which yeah. he used to do all the time, and he wanted down for water. It's like, you do whatever you want. He, yeah, and so that was, he went from not even being able to adjust yeah. in his sleep to not being able to stand, to being able to get up, walk on the soft bed, jump onto the bench, and want down. And then today, as soon as I saw him scratching on the sliding door, <laughs> I was like, he's back. But. I don't know. So we're going back uh, tomorrow Tomorrow, yeah. because we're going to do another laser treatment, but we want to ask the vet. So like, what the hell happened? Because I'm dead serious. Like we on Friday, I was, I, I was like, this is preparing us because yeah. I was like, we just need a miracle. Cause we even talked about, it. we were talking with your mom on the phone. I said, what is the best case scenario at this point? Cause we were thinking like, this just doesn't seem. And the only thing I ever said is I go, what if this is like an infection? Because mm-hmm. I just don't believe arthritis would just come like this. But then the vet said it could be a flare-up. So we don't know if it's the inflammation pills, if it was the, if the antibi- antibiotics, or if it was the laser treatment or a combination of all three. Mm-hmm. So we're going to find out tomorrow and we'll let you know. But the good news is that after a nine-day, just like, t- like just the poor the guy worst. is literally, it was a miracle. A true miracle. That he is, not just like, oh, he's recovering. No. I'm talking... No. Just as fast as he got sick, 
he recovered after the nine days. Like as soon as it hit, whatever it was, he was back to himself. He was barking at a dog on the TV. So I was like, wait a second. What is, so, so. And mind you today, he hasn't had any pain meds because the vet was like, if he doesn't seem like he needs it during the day, don't do that at night just for sleeping. So he's comfortable, do it. But he, because what's really sad for those 10 days, I would give him pain meds the second he woke up because I'm like, he's not going to be able to walk around to go outside to go to the bathroom. Now he, I mean, no pain meds, walking around, having fun, looking, exploring. So whatever happened took away the pain. Yep. So, or inflammation, which or makes the inflammation. me think it could be that. So what we're left with is we're waiting for the urine test to come back. We have to see about those two stones in his bladder. Yes, so we're going to get all that information pretty soon. But our entire like scared, you know, uh-oh kind of vibe. We're just like, he's back to normal. So whatever's happening is helping. But we haven't gotten a true diagnosis other than he has arthritis. Right. But we haven't figured out his liver was a little swollen and he has those stones in his bladder. So... We're waiting to see if it's Cushing's disease, if it's anything, but um, just the massive improvement makes me feel real good. So we'll keep you posted on well, it's the, everything. it's crazy because even if there is something internally, which there very well could be, whatever was the reason that he couldn't walk and was sick, like that's gone. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it rules out a lot of things. Yeah. Because he's not on pain. So anything of like a, a fracture or sprain is out. Mm-mm. Anything um, like too serious. I feel like... If it was serious, serious, it wouldn't have gotten better so quickly. And, and then, then like it, the cancer thing, because at first we're like, is it bone cancer? Like we were trying to think. And I don't think it could be now how, because well, how, how would that go it, away yeah. with just in three hours after getting, you know, mm-hmm. unless it was, you know, I, I, I don't know, but as long it, he's back to normal. And it's, and for me, I almost took for his like 12 and a half years of health for granted because mm-hmm. he had little like infections on his yeah. paws or he stepped on a thing once and like he's had little things. But to see him not be able to move and us have to carry him out to go to the bathroom, put him next to his dish, and he doesn't get up and scratch, he started barking because he couldn't stand up. And it was just super sad. And I go, this just came too soon. Like, he can't be leaving us this soon. And now that he's, like, back, it's making me appreciate, like, I just want to give him all the love the next year, two years, three years, five years, ten years. You know, who knows? Maybe he's a miracle dog and he'll live to 23. Hey, he'll be the first one. She said he wasn't like all textbook cases. Exactly. But it kind of prepared me in a sense of like, oh, okay. This could be where what it looks like towards the end, sure. but I wasn't ready, and and not that, like I, I won't be ready, yeah. but it, it gave me a different perspective. So now when I when he's like scratching on the glass to go out, I'm like, oh, I'll get up, whatever you want. I'll honey. get up and let you out. What do you want to do? You want to go walk out front? You Let's want go down do it. at five a.m. to lick Let's again, get water, it. and go out? I can't Let's wait. Let's do it. Let's do <laughs> but it. But truly, and if anything, it made me realize like if the rest of his days can be at this quality of life where he's happy, yep. enjoying, that's all I could. Wish for him and i'm just so grateful that he's feeling better um and we'll get to the bottom of it we'll see what happens we will and i actually do like that we did all these tests because it's going to give us a reference point when he gets older because mm-hmm. what really helped this diagnosis was having the blood work from a year ago so i think having those two, two blood ago. works or whenever it is yeah, yeah three years ago so now we're gonna <laughs> <Two> have <laughs> these the what two <laughs> anyway um, but moving, moving on to, uh, it feels like it was a, a, year, a lot about four and a half hours, <laughs> but it's important because I, you know, hopefully too, it's like a lot, a lot of people have dogs and it's like, sure. it, I, I feel like, you know, there, there's, it's, there's, there's times that you want to do the testing and there's times that you kind of feel like you may, might not have to, but you have to make the best judgment. If it and I'm feels glad right, we, you should do it. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it, it was interesting because he um, was at least in good spirits when my parents were here at the beginning before everything happened. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I just had a really great time. And that also changed my perspective um, having my parents here. And I think it really helped me realize just how um, I don't like how us being alone for a year has become normal mm-hmm. because there's a part, there's a, there's a huge part of a human being that needs um, people. Yeah. As much as we think we're connected through Zoom and everything, you are in, in the, but, but not the same as, um, as being in the same room with somebody. Yeah. And it allowed me to, cause we got all of our work done and I was like, I'm just going to take this time off and just, just hang out with my parents. And, um, I kind of went through this whole process because I don't know when I started doing this, but I've just never been able to like take time off. Mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable like taking a, a time off. Like yeah. I, I end up, it almost, when you think a day of relaxation is supposed to be freeing and fun and mm-hmm. relaxing, it actually does the opposite to me. Some of my busiest days end up being my most relaxing because I feel like I'm fulfilling my desire to like get something done. Sure. So it took me like a few days to even get used to just like kind of not doing any sort of work. And I had to force myself to be like, look, stay in the moment. Your parents are here. Like, mm-hmm. just enjoy this moment. Like, sit around, t- you know, talk. Like, go play putt-putt. Go go cook. And and so I, I, and it took me a few days. And once I got into it, it actually retrained me now where I go, I need to make sure I'm taking a few days off and not be anxious about not doing something. Yep. And so moving forward, especially with your parents getting here in, like, four days. Um, it, you know, I just really want to start retraining my brain because – we don't realize it until you take away the work we do. Mm-hmm. You don't realize like how much we actually get done in a day until you do nothing. And then you just realize like, wow, like we really get a lot done, but it feels weird when you don't work. So I fully was able to relax. Mm-hmm. We played, we played 500 rummy every night. Can you show for... us what you got there, sir? Oh yeah. You got to oh. show us the big trophy. Now this is really crazy because Freddie's like, yeah, I'm gonna order one of these online. Show the lovely people. It's yeah, it's a little trophy. It's gold. It's got a ten Jack Queen King Ace, and it's the 500 Rummy Champion trophy that we're gonna just keep as a family heirloom, heirloom, and pass it around, um, whoever's the champion. And it came three hours after we dropped them <laughs> off because my mom and dad won the most games of 500 Rummy. Um, they did. So it's their trophy, but I'm holding and it temporarily. And the losers have it. And the losers have it. <laughs> but it's a fun game. If you have uh, three or four people, even a bigger group, I would look up the rules to 500 Rummy. We remember we played it, though, on our own, but we did 13 cards instead of seven, and it was a blast. It's Yeah, it's a, it's it's a really, really fun game. And um, if, you, if you play with, like, four people, it's everyone gets seven cards, and the main objective is to get rid of all your cards and how you do so is by getting um, runs or three of a kind or four of a kind. So if you get three jacks in your hand, you lay that down. Mm-hmm. If you get a you know four, five, six, you lay that down. And you get points, five, 10, or 15 points, depending on the cards, and you play to 500. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of just dynamic interactions, and it was like the best time. We played literally every night. <laughs> My mom um, ended up cleaning and organizing like so many things. Me and my dad, we cooked. We went on a propane adventure because the thing went out. Um, I was scared a of, a, of a snake. 
And uh, but how did that happen again? It was just like we were changing the propane, and the next day we were going to turn it on. I opened it up, and there was like a snake in there, and I was like, and then we couldn't find it. So my dad was saying, he goes, what, what color was it? And I said, I think it was like red and yellow and white. And he goes, if it's red over yellow, you're a dead fellow. And I go, I don't know if it was red over yellow or red over white. I just was like scared. I just saw it. And the more and more I looked at the pictures, I just remember seeing so much red and white. So I think it was like a milk snake. It's not dangerous. But it's still... prey. He's like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know Florida snakes. I know every Ohio snake. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, it, it was just honestly, it was the greatest nine days. It couldn't have. I wish so it would have. Nice. Yeah, I wish it would have been uh, longer, and it was also super awesome to have a house for the very first time in 15 years of my family visiting, because usually we're at an apartment, and there's no space, and they're at a hotel, and then there's no space there, and you're kind of forced to go do things, and then you feel... um, you kind of feel funny if you're just sitting in the hotel room and you're like, well, what do you want? You, you felt like you always needed to go do something, but yeah. when you have the house, you can just go sit outside But maybe or that's because we projects. were in LA with no space either. You know what I mean? Like when they came for Christmas, we were always just like, okay, what are we going to do guys? Cause we don't really have any space to do anything. Yeah. Nowhere outside to kick it and hang out. Like it's just different. Like it was so nice having the house and so nice to have them here and, and we played cards. I'm not kidding. Like from seven to midnight every night. Every single night, and it was it was, it was so just fun. so great. And it and it allowed us too. Like we had so many like creative blocks mm-hmm. that um that we were that that we it was like an epiphany. Yeah. Like being able to truly unplug and relax and genuinely have fun and 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 be with my parents. It unlocked like creative blocks and certain projects that we're working on where we were grinding and trying to figure it out. And as soon as you just unplug and then come back to it, we had so many ideas and yeah. it was, it was awesome. Um, and then the, the other thing that I really want to do, because the, the thing I, I think I like the most uh, besides playing sports uh, with my dad is we would fix things around the house. Yeah. And I know we should just call the landlords and they would do it, but I'm like, it's just fun. Like I like doing a project, you get exercise and it's just fun to yeah. complete a project. And on our house hunt of us looking at townhomes and houses, so we all went as a group and we looked at a bunch of different houses and we looked in a bunch of different areas and uh, we were going over at my dad because he has built in his life 30 spec homes. And um, and so he's remodeled our house. He built our family he built home. built the house you grew up and in. And he's continued to remodel it and um, I was always a part of it as a kid. So I know how to do all that stuff. Um, especially with a little guidance, yeah. you know, would I be able to just renovate a house without a YouTube video or my dad? No. But as soon as I see, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember how to do this and right. I can, I can do it. So we started looking at all the numbers and it got me excited about a renovation house yep. because the, the biggest expense of renovating a house is hiring a team or a contractor. Yep. That's almost double what it costs for the parts. And there's investors who are coming in paying for the workers, the contractor, and the materials, Yep. and still making a profit. So I, we, we, we sat down with my dad, and I was like, well, how much would it be for this? How much would it be for this? How about this house? So we went and looked at this house in Winter Park, and we were looking at everything and in in, in looking at all the, the inside. And so we started doing these numbers, and I was like, what a fun project if our first house is a fixer-upper, not where you need like, not where it's like condemned. Right. Like I just mean it, it's outdated. Sure. You know, like it needs so new like bathrooms, kitchen. So like in the kitchen, kitchen. you need new uh, countertops, maybe new flooring. And paint kind of and stuff. new bathrooms or maybe knock down a wall or build like a porch. Like, yeah. you know, um, to add value to the house. 
And, uh, and my dad was saying too, on some of the houses that we were looking at online, he's like, if we were to do this, it'd be four to six weeks. Me and my dad could do that, but it's going to give the, the property value if we find the right house, Yeah. you know, we're going to be able to, you know, sit on 30, 40, $50,000 of equity. Yep. And it would be a really fun project. I want to do it with my dad. And I also want to learn as an adult because as a kid, I would just do like, oh, we have to go dig a ditch. We have to go build this fence. We have to lay this hardwood floor. Like I want to go play baseball with my friends or I want to go hang out and play poker or go four wheeling. I was like kind of forced to do it. Yep. Where now I'm excited to sit and learn because if we're going to ever get into real estate investing or anything of like that, it's kind of nice to know. Yeah. And what a cool skill and like a little hobby for me because so I love doing that. And it's in my blood, obviously, because my dad has built, you know, 30 spec homes. Yeah. So I... um. I'm really looking forward to that. I think I've convinced you a little about that. Did my dad so ease your now. mind? Yes, and I think it's really cool that your dad, of all people, like your father, can mentor you and teach you this. Like, yeah. what a cool, fun thing for you guys to do. And I think it makes, I mean, this is what I basically said to you is I'm completely open to any idea. Like, if the right place presents itself and it's a fixer upper, yes. If the right place for the right price, is just like a home ready to go and we feel, hey, you know what, this is a really great deal. We can't give it up, which probably not going to happen because I heard that it's definitely a seller's market right now. But we'll see yeah. when that time comes and we are ready. But I think at the current moment, it's just, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because I just remember, I was going to say, well, we did look at a townhome and... Um, we we I'm we weren't I was like waiting for someone to knock on our door. We were doing some uh, trespassing. <laughs> we we had this big dinner and Alyssa was like, "Look at this." She goes, "Cuz at first like the argument of it, and I understand your point of view, but like my pitch and I'm curious for all of you listening too, um what you think, but Alyssa's like, "Look, if we're going to end up spending the money, you know, let's say it's 300,000 or 350 or whatever." Um doing all that work and there's risk and there's like, you know, all of that kind of stuff. What about these new built townhomes? It's turnkey. It's easy. It's small, you know, it's smaller and we don't have to worry. Cause we learned actually for the first time being in a bigger house, mm -hmm. keeping it clean is a full-time job. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, I, that's one thing I do miss about an apartment. You could in three hours deep clean the whole yes. place and you're done to deep clean. This takes two, eight hour days. Yeah. So, um, we were like, well, these new townhomes right down the street are right in that price range. Let's just go look. So we went after dinner and the sun was going down and we go over to this new allotment and we park and we're like, we're looking around and I was like, which one is it? We're looking at the map. We're like, one of these are available. We're like, which one? We look up, there's a huge sign that goes available. Yeah. It was almost like a comedy, yeah. like slapstick kind of movie. <laughs> we're all looking at the map. Which one is it? And it literally is like <laughs> right there. available. And so we were kind of like looking through the glass or whatever. And then we're like looking around. We're like, well, no one's around. So we were like walking around looking in and then my dad looks in the back and he tries the sliding door and it was unlocked. So we open the sliding door. We're like, all right, no one sees us. So we walk into this house or this townhouse and, um, and it was super nice, the backyard, the area, but it was so small. And for the price, it was just like, ah, oh, I don't really like that, but I like the whole turnkey and it's like ready to go. But it's like those shows when people have to compromise and figure out, hey, which is more important? Do I want to be in the exact location I want to be, which is why you're paying more or... Do you, are you okay if you're in a different location and maybe you have to commute to work or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like with this place that we looked at, it was way too small for us, I feel, but I understand why people go, look, I want to be on a golf course with a beautiful backyard overlooking that in a great area. 
I can definitely see that. Yes, and and I like that. And it's easy to furnish, and it's easier to maintain and manage. And the but here here's the thing with even if we found so let's say a townhome's not it, but we find a house that's been maybe partially renovated or it's just move in ready, not much work to be done, and say it's three hundred three fifty, and we're like, okay, this is like perfect. The two things you miss out on, or the three things actually, number one, as soon as I'm looking at it and going, if we find the f- perfect fixer-upper, we're going to make, let's say worst case scenario, $10,000 in the value, maybe 30 or 40 or 50 if we're really lucky. And now you're moving into a house, you got forty, fifty thousand $50,000 of equity already in the house. Mm-hmm. The six weeks of doing this with my dad is going to be something I'll remember forever. Yeah. It's also going to give me six weeks of renovating a house that's ours. Mm-hmm. So if we ever wanted to flip a house in the future or do investing and I wanted to yeah. do it, after those six weeks, I'm going to go never again, or this was the greatest experience of my life. I would like to add this into mm-hmm. something that I do yeah. because it makes me feel good. And... um and is that the third thing? Well, the other thing too. So, oh, the last thing. You did the last thing. First. Last thing. The process is going to be such good content. To share. To actually yeah. do a remodel on the house and to show every day and to make a video of showing like today we're doing the kitchen. Today we're doing this bathroom. So the whole process is going to give us such an exciting process for because home makeover shows are on every channel and I, and, and I think the view, I think all of our viewers on every platform would enjoy watching that. Would and you guys want to watch that if we put that out on YouTube, like a little mini series, if we, if we do all this, let us know. So think about everything there. Yeah. It makes it hard to just want to, you know, quickly go get a house because I think when we were originally looking to buy a house, when we first moved here, cause that was the goal. We're like, let's just stay in this Airbnb for two months, have a comfortable place to stay. We'll buy a place. <laughs> Well, I think we would have if we weren't deciding to plan the wedding all of a sudden. That's true. As soon as the wedding planning came along, I was like, we can't do all of it. Uh -uh. So we just put this on the back burner. But now that we're back in it, um, I think at that time I would have done a townhome, not at that price, but I would have done a townhome or a house and wouldn't have cared. But now that we've waited, this turned into something cool Hmm. because I want something to do with my hands. I want something like I'm going to pick up golf and then... I say it like that because I'm like, I need a hobby. I need a hobby. I need, I need something that allows me to unplug and not just fully focus on education and work 24 seven. So I'm like, I need to go play. The basketball hoop has really helped Uh doing my walks have really helped. But then I listen to like personal development and podcasts, which is more like education while walking, but I need to go do golf. And then, you know, the thing about remodeling or renovating is that it's kind of both. If I have fun doing it, yeah. it's like a hobby, but I'm also getting paid. Right. So I'm like, oh, and it's great content. So there's something there. But that's my pitch. Your pitch. No, listen, I got to tell you, of all the times we've ever talked about it, it definitely feels more right and it's more aligned. Not only, like you said, do we have quick equity in it. Um, it's something that you can do with your dad that's going to be just a timeless experience and you're learning a new skill, which is just always, like you just never know what the future holds. And I love all of that for you and I think that would be really cool. But also, selfishly, which is really cool, is that we can design this house exactly how we want it. So you know how sometimes you go to different homes and you're like, I want to change the kitchen, I don't like this, I don't Mm -hmm. like that. Like we could literally 
because we already have all of our furniture, whatever's going to go with it, things that I've always envisioned. Because I feel like I love interiors of homes. I always have. But you love just like the whole um, before and after. Like that's like your jam, which mm-hmm. I, I love that too. But I just have like a very spe- specific taste. So that would be really cool that we can like hand pick and handcraft our house to make it exactly how we want it. And you got you and your dad get to do it. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I'm actually really down for it. I think the main con for me when we were first thinking about it is I thought we were going to have to stay in the house while you were doing that. And, like, we still might, still but that might, still yeah. stresses me out, and I don't love that. Well, it depends. It depends when we can find <laughs> a place. But I just feel it's going to give me so much more balance because with the podcast and, like, a few other things that we have going on, we can batch them in a way mm-hmm that we can keep up with our schedule. We can do our members only podcasts on Sundays. We can do our public podcasts on Wednesdays. We can incorporate guests sure. and we can batch the podcast in a way that we can do <clears throat> all the work I was been saying that in about <laughs> three to four or five days in the month. Yeah. And then be able to have the rest of the time open for like another physical project. Cause I think it'll give me balance of being able to do content and maintain all of our online businesses, but then go do something with my hands because there's, there's still this, like when we're moving furniture, when there, when there's a physical task that has a beginning and an end, it's with the most that I thrive. You really do. You know, there, there's something about getting, you know, out of your head. Cause even, you know, being an actor is kind of the same as, as podcasting, as editing, as creative, as writing. It's all here. Mm -hmm. And I'm missing that, um, just that physical type of like completion, you know what I mean? Just something physical. Like, yes, I need to get my ass in the gym and like lift some weights, but that's like just that's like a different. forty-five minute thing, you know. But but learning golf because there's golf courses everywhere. Your dad golfs, my dad golfs, Jim golfs. Like so many people golf, yeah. and uh, I'm I would love to do that because golf is a is a skill I can do until the day I die. Yep. Where you know basketball or pickup games, it's like I love yep. that I'm getting exercise and I love playing. But I, you know, how how long can you go play basketball safely? Yeah. So golf is something I want to take up, but I think that could be like such a good balance in my life. So I can do the heady, um, creative, um, that sort of part of my life and then have the balance of like golf, family, burgers, beer, and renovation and, and have that balance in my life. I love that for you. Of both. So to, to sum up everything, this trip with my parents was just so eye opening. It was um, really what I needed because mm-hmm. I, I never, I didn't realize just like this, not a bubble that sounds negative, but just like, it's just, you, it's you and I yeah. at our computers for a year yeah and just having other people here and allowing me to like, feel like myself again, almost. So it was just a really, um, just motivational, like reset for me. Really and good. it was awesome. And then we had the great news of, of Benji coming out of this, that was, you know, that was also like a looming cloud that like left and then everything just kind of came together all today. Yeah. It it was really interesting. And the energy of the world always does that. You know what I mean? It's always at once. We had just so So many many great emails today. today, So many like just random things that just all All happened today. And, um, and so I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy that, um, that that you know we got to have that experience and i think having your parents here 
are Jesus. really going to help. Um, they come here Saturday, this Saturday. So it turns out that they're driving down. They're leaving um, Friday. Yeah, they're leaving Friday, New Jersey. I love that Val has to drive now. <laughs> because she's got to get something done to her tooth. And when she called the dentist I referred that I just went to, they said, you can't fly down. You have to drive. <laughs> so now she's driving with my dad. And um, 16 hours. 16. Are they going to stop in, at a hotel? Yes. They are. Yeah. So did, they'll stop Friday night. Did, did they have a state that they're stopping in or just when they're tired? You know, I'm not quite sure. I would assume maybe Georgia. Uh, no. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Maybe if right? it's like northern. I don't think. Well, how far of a drive is it to like Atlanta? Let's see. Actually, you're right. Wouldn't that I seem... think Atlanta is... Um, Let's see here. Hey Siri, how far of a drive is it from Orlando, Florida to Atlanta, Georgia? Six hours and 11 minutes. So that might be what they do. They might drive like 10 hours and then... That'd be smart. Uh-huh. If they left early, drove 10 hours, yeah. stopped around Georgia, and then and then drove in. So so yeah, but their their Airbnb they found is in literal walking distance. Yeah, 45 kinda. minutes, but we, we walk. I mean, it's like a five-minute drive. <laughs> Or a forty-five minute or walk. Or forty-five minute walk, whichever so, way of transportation you prefer. Yeah. So we're gonna so we're gonna go um, go get the place on uh, Friday because yep. they won't be here. So yep. we're gonna go get the stock it and look at it. But yeah, they're gonna be right down the street for two to three months, and then um, and then they're gonna find a place or they're gonna rent for a while. Who knows? What, you know what what their path's yeah. gonna be. Um, I know they probably want to buy. Get well, yeah. I'm just saying when. Like, sure. you know, when, sure. when's that going to happen? Sure, so, sure, sure. um, but having, yeah, but having them really close is going to be, uh, just amazing. And my parents had such a phenomenal experience flying down to Florida because anytime they've ever flown in the past 15 years yeah. was only to LA. Oh. They've never flown anywhere else. I'm trying to think if there was anywhere else they've went. They did not. L.A. is a trek. They have only flown to L.A. And the last time they were in L.A. on, on December 2019, Christmas, we had the idea that, you know, let's do a layover. And it, 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 it takes 12 hours They did to a leave. layover? Well, because it's actually better to kind of stretch your legs a little. But anyway, they left our L.A. apartment. And then when they got to their house was a 12-hour mm -hmm. trip from door to door and three-hour time difference. So when they left here, we, we left the house a little before 10 a.m. And uh, they got to their house at like 345, all same time zone. So under six hours from door to door, same time zone. And it's a two-hour flight. My mom's like, the first hour, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm flying. And then I think the last 40 minutes, they, you hear the ding. Hey, we're on our final descent. So it's so fast. And um, then also, too, the drive from where we're staying to the airport, it was like the quickest 30-minute drive ever. No traffic, easy, oh God, simple. Yes. It was like a nice drive. When we used to go to LAX, I think that was my least favorite part of traveling out of LA, was no matter where we lived, if it was in Pasadena, if it was in Studio City, it's just a really long time to get there. Then you finally get there and you always have to use the bathroom because you're like anxious and you were just in a long ride. And so you're like, do I check in first? Do I go to the bathroom? Where am I going? And then there's like a huge security line. It's International Airport. You know, it's huge. Yeah. So just a lot of things. But um, yeah, it was just a really nice experience all around. Yeah. So, so they're going to come back a lot more often. And then... Um, we're getting our second shots here in like a week. Yeah. And so I think maybe starting in May Wait, is or it next June. Monday? Next Monday. 
um, we're going to just start like going places again. And so I'm, I'm going to try to go, um, you know, to Ohio, but I'm, I'm not going to, that's another thing too. I always felt because of the tedious trip and the jet lag and everything mm. that I always wanted to go for eight to 10 days right. because I would only go once a year. Right. Where now, because there is no jet lag, because you're not changing time zones, do a quick I can weekend go trip and just do your... a weekend. Yeah. This way you're going there, you're seeing everyone, but you're also not like out of your own element for sure. 10 days. Um, so we'll be able to do that more quickly. But yeah, have, having like your family here is going to be awesome. And uh, just to kind of keep that, that you know, um, just keep us in touch because I, I just didn't realize just you how much this year has been strange until I Seems, was taken yeah. out of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Uh, and then one other thing before we, we, we let you go here. Um, I still haven't asked Val, maybe she'll hear it on this podcast, but I want to get, well, we have to see if that maybe, maybe Val will be pressured to do it with me. I was thinking about, uh, doing a podcast (gasps) with your mom and she doesn't know about this yet. So I have to pitch it to her. Uh, so Val, if you have, she's busy though, they're getting ready to leave. So she's probably not not going to see this. this. So I'm going to wait till she gets here. But what I, what I think would be really fun is a podcast with Val uh, where her and I just chit chat and uh, people are really going to get to know like Valerie's made for podcasting made for it and I want to call it according to my mother-in-law and I just want to have discussions with Val and start another podcast in like a couple months and um, I think it'd be a really good way for her and I to get to know each other she's a very thoughtful person Mm -hmm. she has she's very smart um, like and her and I also are very um, how similar. Would, yeah. How would you? You both um, are just really passionate and like to lead whatever it is you're doing. You know, yeah. so you both are like right here, like, but I want to do this. I want to do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We both have strong opinions about the things that totally. we think and say and do. So I feel it's going to be an interesting dynamic. So I have to convince her to do it, but I think she will. I think she's going to think it's really fun. Go follow her at Valerie's Habit and go podcast, podcast. <laughs> she's going to go, what is that? What's going <laughs> on? Have no clue. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I wanted to do like, according to my mother-in-law, and then each episode is like the topic that we talked about. So the podcast is called According to My Mother-in-Law. And then the say is, um, you know, Florida's the best place to live. Right. According to my mother-in-law. Or you should have proposed. According to my mother-in-law, yeah. I should have proposed six years later, right. or earlier or whatever it may be. But we, we've gone through um, a really interesting relationship, uh, yeah. me and your mom, because you know, she, and that's why with your dad, when he was saying at our wedding, he goes, I feel like, like I've just, you've been a part of our mm-hmm. lives for a lo- forever because yeah. we, I've known you all <laughs> since 2011, but yeah. that was, and we've touched on many of those stories, um, of, you know, they met me as a kid yeah. and, um, we all went through the accident together mm-hmm. and then me and Val had just an interesting, um, you know, cause during our accident in 2014, I didn't know Rick and Val very well. Yeah. So I wasn't probably on their best you know, side during that. Of course. Granted everything that happened, I mean. Yeah. And then over time, I think, um, it, we, we kind of got to know each other a little bit and me and Val, cause Rick had to go back to work. And then I was off of work for some reason for like a few weeks. And me and me and your mom stayed at that hotel because she got one of those extended stays. So it was a two bedroom with the living room in the middle. Yes. And, uh, we would do shifts. So she would wake up and go early and be with you till you know like two in the afternoon and then i would go from two 
to about like 11 at night and then I would take a taxi home and then we'd walk to the I'd walk I think and get us out back so I would go and get us Outback Steakhouse and we would eat and so me and Val like stayed together while we were helping you get better and um so I I just think like and, and then also with with your your mom and dad moving to Florida they're gonna have such an interesting you know um current uh storyline if yeah, you will of course. uh and then Story. finding a house but then also your mom and, and myself getting to know each other but also having such a 10 year of yeah growth and and knowing each other so um i, I just want to i think sh- i think she'll be down um do it do it and That'd be great it would be really cool because yeah we we want to we want to start a few uh, a few more podcasts but um but we're gonna, you know, obviously take our time with it, and we're still kind of percolating on, on, you know, how what that's all gonna be. But, but and when, we'll always have Freddie and Melissa shows. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's gonna be no. I'm, I'm just saying, like, on top of that, because a lot of things happen. There's a lot of things to say because I think, like ours, we've built this brand that people love, and it has a certain vibe. Mm-hmm. And there's certain times Alyssa and I will will write down, like, I think we should cover this, and sometimes the topics feel a little like obtuse so we don't talk about it just because of the relationship. It just doesn't seem um, like organic. And we're like, don't let's not get off the path of who we are of sharing our life and and just who we are. And, uh, but there's other parts of us Mm -hmm. that I feel like all of our audience of the Freddie and Lisa show not only are going to enjoy this show, but they're going to see a different side of me with your mom. And then if you do another spinoff, they're going to see a different side of you when you're with other people. So sure. we think having um, our podcast, The Freddie and Alyssa Show, as a couple, right. but then each of us having our own individual podcast with others right. is going to really open us up as podcasters too because there's certain things that we just wouldn't talk about you know, with each other and there's certain things that I never think to ask because I already know and you already know but I think Val the answers, doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So you having a conversation with my mom is going to be so different than you and I talking because I already know the answer. She yeah. doesn't. You yeah. Know? So it's it's going to be super cool. So that's something we've been, like I said, just thinking about. But I I think I think it could be something that we that we uh, we do two uh, spinoffs in the yeah. next couple months because I just think that would be really fun and. Um, so yeah, we have a lot to look forward to. We got a few other things that you know. Yet again, I, I try not to, I try not to jump the. You know, I want to sure. be able to uh, wait <laughs> you till you brought that up just now. It's like, oh, we talking about it? <laughs> well, I we just, talking about it today. At, at this point, I think people know that we're very open with our ideas. Some are home runs and we go through with them. Yeah. Others we do and then we go, ah, maybe not. And you know, so we're just talking Always it out. Trying but. to innovate and grow and just deliver really great a content. And that's it. Yeah, and that's what we do. So we, we want to thank you all for uh, for catching up with us today, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll be uh, you know um, putting out some more updates on on uh, Benjamin here, man. probably on Instagram, or we'll make a video here um, once we find out some more information. But he's doing well, and um, we appreciate you all so much. And then please let us know if you uh, if you think the according to my mother in law podcast is a good <laughs> idea because I'll use let that. Valerie knows I'll, too. I'll use that as. Uh, <laughs> as um, a third-party tool when I say, look, there's already interest. Oh, you're coming through with the big stuff. With the third-party tool. (laughs) The third-party tools. Um, But we're wishing you all an amazing week. Uh, Thank you for just always being so amazing and awesome, and um, we appreciate you. So we will see you next week. Bye.